So what I was telling Randy was, it was like a moment of vulnerability. I was like, this is like, this is embarrassing. I was like, I'm, I'm chasing after this woman who like, I, I, I think I've proven myself to be loyal. Obviously I haven't been with anybody else forever since we've been together. We've been, we talk about everything. We do everything. Everything's on the table. We are very open with each other. I've made it very clear how uh, how attractive I find you. I've made it very clear that I'm willing to do whatever with you. Like I'm like I'm just like I am. I, I I throw myself at you all over you all the time. Like I'm super into you, and this is just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, and it's embarrassing. I was like I was I was like if I were talking to a friend who was going through something like this, I wouldn't encourage them to keep doing some of the shit that I'm doing. Like I, like I w- I would be like this. Does, it just doesn't it doesn't make sense. But I would tell them to like say something. And so that's where we like, that's where I like left it. And mind you, there's lots of crying. Okay. Um, and I was like, I got to get this shit out. Like, yes, no, this is not, this is not a very prideful moment. Like it was like, yeah. I'm just going to be very honest. Like I, this very is, vulnerable. this is embarrassing. Like I feel embarrassed doing this. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. All right, we got two. One, two, three, let me step into the moon. Am I the one you see when you get into the mood? I tell them pump them keys while I keep up with your shoes. We got a real nice thing in the pattern of the groove. I can feel it flowing through. I see the song so clear when you roll it down your back. As a matter of fact. Hey, y'all. Hey. Sorry, I'm distracted. Um, right before we recorded, Randy just did something very sexy. Mikey. You prayed over us. What? Oh, that was, okay. It was hot. Okay. It was hot, and it happened on a Sunday. So I like doubly hot, I guess. That's what I said. Oh my God, this is. Mikey. I'm Mikey. And I'm Randy. And this is the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast, where we give you an uncensored look into all we're learning, unlearning, and loving about marriage in real-ish time. Welcome all new and veteran listeners, and a special shout out to our A1 Day Ones, Chosen Family, and Gang Gang over on Patreon. Y'all some real ones. We love y'all. Yes. Thank you for your continued support and community, and thank you all. Thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in to yes, this Patreon episode. And I, we are absolutely happy to have y'all listening to us again. This feels good. Yeah. But we are coming off of a game night, which I feel like. It was a lot of fun. I should talk about it. Like, that we, was fun. We played werewolves and it was about, what, 10 of us? Yes. It was our murder mystery theme. It was this time around. a lot of fun. I had fun. Um, I was killed. And. <laughs> <laughs> That's because Randy is an instigator. I am not. You are. You got to kill the people who play the best. I felt bad for Nikki. No, I, <laughs> I did. Nikki kept getting killed. Because here. you have to murder her immediately. Because she just be thinking too she much. Because she's people like, out too quickly. Well, nah, just... if he's the drunk and you're the child <laughs> and you're the doctor. Then it's you. Then it has to be you. Like she won't follow up with none of the politics. Yeah. So none of the game. Nikki had to go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. So this season's theme is Lemonade, babe. That's right. All right. And in this episode, we're going to discuss a relationship breakthrough that we had. Yep. In our first segment, we're going to discuss an argument turned sobfest, turned epiphany, turned hot sex. Yeah, we're going to talk about how words mean things. <laughs> uh, following that, uh, we have our fight or flight with today. I'm confronting Mikey about something real. In our last episode together, he said he wanted to only bring fights about real things now. and I, I don't like your face when you said that. I agree. And so we're bringing... I'm bringing up something real. And just to make sure that we stay married and happy with it, um, we're going to have our PDA afterwards where we share something that we're proud of of each other or just express some gratitude. Yep. All right, y'all. We hope you enjoy. We hope you enjoy. (laughs) Main topic. All right. So we used that damn word chart. Yes, we did. (laughs) So if you listened uh, two episodes ago, um, also, real quick before we continue, I'm sorry. I know I'm breaking uh, protocol, but the last episode, uh, Randy's indie mm-hmm. um, that she did with Yanitza, um, really good episode. Thanks, babe. I enjoy listening to episodes that I'm not on. Also, like yeah, I like listening to fun. your episodes, mm-hmm. but that was that was a really good episode. Thank you. Got me nervous about my indie. Your indie will be fine, and it will be coming up because we have not heard from you. Oh yeah, you'll hear it next episode, everyone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Um, before that, we had our interview um, with Dr. Janelle Perkins Muhammad. Yeah. Um, if you haven't heard that episode, please go listen to it now. Just pause this and double back to that one because it good was times. really good. Um, and because of that interview, we now have access to the emotions chart. 
All right. And it's featured in her book. Uh, it can also be found on the internet. Yeah. And I think we can. Can we share that? Yeah. I don't we can know. also share that. We're yeah. going to probably put it on Instagram. Instagram as like a <laughs> reel or something. With this episode. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it's super useful. But long story short, we've been using the chart. When we can't find the words um, that we mean, um, and we are trying to find the words that we mean. So we're struggling to find certain words. Randy will say, look at the chart. Yeah. So Thanks as you. an example, we recently went out. Um, mm-hmm. But before we did, Mike was under the impression that I didn't want to go out. And but when, in fact, I was actually just scared and afraid to go out because I'm 30 and I have, have had three kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't I don't look the same. And it's always it's always triggering for me to go out to see people I used to know um, who knew me back when I was 128 pounds and ran track and was in college and didn't have a kid. Yeah. But and because we were able because I was able to use the chart to say that it got obviously a very different reaction yeah, from the, Mike. The initial response started to lend itself more towards I'm just tired today. And Not I don't like just, go. but I'm, uh, you, you were saying it was coming across as I'm tired and I just I don't want to, which is fair. And I was like, you know, okay, well I accept that. But then you took a minute and you went back and you're and like, I was actually, like, hey, this, this is what, is what I'm, I'm feeling on the chart, and that like, changed oh. the conversation. And we went out. We had a really good we time. had a great time. It was a lot of fun. We actually had a lot of fun that weekend and that week prior. And I'm learning about boob sweat, ladies. <laughs> anybody who has boobs um, that sweat, please. What are you using? I'm serious. Please email me, DM me. We'll run social media through engagement. We'll say what the social media is because I was out here looking crazy. Because, you know, them titties be tittying now. We had to go. As an adult. Now that I have boobs. I didn't used to have this problem. And the dress I was wearing is not forgiving. And New. It looked great on you, by the way. Very flattering. It just, it, it, it. But when I started sweating. all that. But we was drinking and we was playing like real games. We were playing basketball. We were shooting. We were doing air hockey. It was like Dave and Buster's for adults. With a lot of alcohol and no children around. Yeah. Good times. It was actually really nice. It was. But I sweated. And so, ladies, please help me. <laughs> Anybody. <laughs> Anybody. Okay. All right. So, I just knew people that would put napkins under there. Like paper towels. Yeah, but my boobs aren't that big. They're big enough. To Not to hold a towel. But they're big enough to sweat. Yeah. It's oh, so bad. We had to get you I was a like, sham wow. We got to go. It was great to see everyone. <laughs> We're heading out. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, a few weeks ago, Mike asked me if I wanted to have sex. So, that's how. So, we, we gave y'all that backstory to give y'all this story about what, what the breakthrough was to, about. Yeah. Yes. So, a few weeks ago, Mike asked me, he said, Do you want to say, hey, are you in the mood to have sex tonight? And immediately, I was triggered slash turned off and i was like we were like hugging and i was like you know repeat after me i want to have sex and mikey was like i want to have sex and he did so begrudgingly um and it didn't sit right with his spirit no i was immediately thrown that um he was upset i was angry and i was upset um i was upset because i okay okay i was upset because I felt like we were both in agreement throughout the day. I know this is leading. Go ahead. We're both in agreement throughout the day Mm -hmm. that we would be having sex. And when Mikey asked to have sex, which we haven't done in a minute because of this breakthrough. But when Mikey asked to have sex, it immediately makes me think that he was already thinking that it's going to be a no. And it immediately puts me in a space of being irritated with him, like not trusting that I too want to have sex. And we're also in this practicing of like telling you what you want and like what 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 makes you feel like sexy and turned on and directness because I am awkward. My Venus isn't Virgo. Okay, flirting is hard for me. The people who get it get it. Okay, I might keep be flirting with me and I just be like, what? He's just like, this is flirting, and I be like, oh. And he be having to walk me through how to flirt back because I'm just like, why don't you just say that? Because I find that sexy. So that's where I was. That's where lower vibrational Randy was. And Mikey. I feel like the need to add more context even to that. So Maybe. everything Randy said, completely correct. On top of that, there's been a history of me saying, I want to have sex. And saying and hearing, no. Or like like some foreplay. Rejection. Or like warm, any uh, mad, just any, every, all different forms of rejection, yes. So that turned to um different ways to just kind of like check in with your partner and we had those conversations like see if i'm into it 
try to like you know like obviously love on me during the day but i've done that before and still said so and there was still a no or during the day and this particular this day in particular a lot of stuff was going on so like i also recognize that like there's been a lot of activity so in my mind i'm checking in i'm checking in still doing it in a way that it's not like not timid it's not with any of the energy of like i think she's gonna say no it was just just literally hey are you in the mood to have sex tonight like it wasn't like a i didn't walk up like a child thinking their mom was gonna say no to something i just asked you and you turn that into a hey repeat after me <laughs> and i was like what the fuck like, I, just, <laughs> I didn't think that you would take it that way and i was like yeah this is one of those moments where i think that it's it's extremely important that if i don't say something i'm just gonna be mad at myself about it tomorrow mm-hmm and the next day and the next time it happens like I'm, I, I I was like this felt like a moment where I should speak up do or die um, and so I said nah I was like you know what I'm very angry that I, I was like no, I, like, I was like, you, no. we were trying to we, from there we were like let's so he find was words like, let's find words he was like I'm gonna pull up the chart and so I pulled up the chart too so Mikey's word was oh I said that I was angry um and no you you i said my word first because then you were like you okay, did wait. No, yeah so i said i was discouraged because like i said i was like i was trying to put him on to like what what does it for me and like and also like you know i was just trying to get in the mo in the moment and in the mood and i was trying to vocalize what i wanted to hear instead of hey do you want to have sex and mikey was like bet I'm going to look on the chart too. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm angry because this is stupid because yeah. the rules keep changing. The it's a different dynamic depending on like, like the day or this, like it, there's, there's just a lot going on. And we've talked about this before. Like um, we have, we both have different like sexual histories. And so like we have, we've had so many different conversations where there are certain things that you like and certain things that you're used to and certain things that I like. And then we still try to figure stuff out because, you know, we're married, mm-hmm. you know, like stuff changes all the time and you want to like be in tune with Especially your partner. Especially after kids. But like after a while, and I think uh, this was just the straw. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah. This was just the straw. He was like, when are you gonna, when are you gonna, he was like, it's always something. Like I have to do something. I have to ask yeah, like, him away. I have to at what him. point is it going to be enough that I'm doing one of the things that you've required like, me to when do? when are you like, gonna... And I never say this shit like because no. because in my mind, worst case scenario is like, oh, this is the thing where she say, all right, well, fuck you. I'm leave you with this baby. And I'm Rejection. Gone. like, just, yeah, obviously, this is the, the the inner the child wound, the core wound. But I think that night I realized who you were. And he realized he could live. Like, She's not fucking. <laughs> and he realized if I did, he could live without me. I didn't really. No, like I've, I've always like <laughs> I accept that. That's fine. I will live. I'm just not going to be a happy person, but I'll be fine. Uh, but I'll I didn't think fine. that that I, as fine as I can I'm gonna survive yeah it's vegetables out I'm here and it's like survivor. I hate you <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm listening go ahead uh, so yeah I was like this is the I was like I think this is your moment this is your it felt like 8 mile and so yeah I said it I was like no I'm, I'm, like when are you going to do something because this is a lot like, I just can't keep up with this anymore like it's always something and so I so just for context, both of these words, angry and discouraged, are under are on the chart under sad. So mm-hmm. people say I'm sad. So the chart goes from sad, happy, hurt, helped, insecure, confident, tired. That's the top layer, energized. right? Yeah. So that's I like think I started with sad. Yeah. I was looking at that and I was like, that's not what this is. And then he went to angry. So we'll we'll post this chart and things so y'all can see. Again, I think it's also Googleable, but this is a chart directly from Dr. Janelle's book. Mm-hmm. Um, but she said on the episode that you could find it online. But so Mikey said he was angry and I said I was discouraged. And those things are both under sad. So right now we're having this conversation and we're both sad. Let's just that's that's where we are. They're just presenting in two and different ways. Discouraged, discouraged and, and angry. angry. So I take a break and I say, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And because that's my happy place. That's actually not my happy place. That's the place where even as a kid, I went to go cry, cry um, and decompress because that was the only place in the house that I could go to where nobody else was. Um, I think as this marriage has gone on, we've gotten a lot better. Or I, I, I can you can correct me if I'm wrong. Like, it's OK now if you need to walk away because the understanding is that we're going to come back Mm -hmm. but the bathroom has always been a place where like if you need to go gather yourself cool i think in our earlier years i would be like no like let's talk like definitely come like this time around i ain't ain't, ain't moved from the seat yeah i was like i know you're in the bathroom crying but you're gonna come back out here and we'll finish this conversation and i'm not about to come at you with aggression but we need to we need to we need to finish this yeah so Um, i walked to the bathroom what were you doing in the bathroom i was crying like when i I walked in (laughs) Literally, I heard the word vulnerable. That's the word I heard in my head. Mm. My spirit is be talking to me. 
And I was like, fuck, is this on me? And so then <laughs> I fell on the toilet and I cry and I'm crying. I'm like, okay, Randy, you got to go out here. You got to try again. So I go out here and Mikey's in his seat and he's still looking at this chart. And I am standing up at my desk, clearly crying. He goes, okay, I found another word. All right. So I'm going to hold you right there. While Randy was in the bathroom, normally I will, I will go to her. I will go ask her to come back. Or I, I, like I've had a history of like not letting her finish Whatever she needed to finish. I needed to do my process. Because, um, because my intention wasn't to hurt her. It wasn't to send her away crying. It was like, it was, it's, I'm trying to gain understanding. I'm trying to like move forward, trying to fix shit. And I learned, obviously, in the earlier years that me trying to fix stuff can cause damage if you don't let shit run its course the way that it's supposed to. Yeah. So while she was in there, I'm like, obviously, she's doing her shit. It's sit down right now and do your shit. So I'm, I'm studying this word chart. Like, like, I'm scanning it. But then I realize I'm reading it too fast. And so I slow down. I'm taking each word for what it is. I was like, that's not it. That's not it. And then I found this word. Then I Googled the word. And then I just started myself. Like I just got, I just got angry. Er. Like I, I got more and more angry. And then like just deep sadness came over me because I was like, oh, this is the word. And this is why. And I'm going to have to tell her this. And this is not going to feel good. Mm-hmm. But if I don't say it, then she won't know. And I can't keep assuming that she knows that this is a thing. Like I know women who know that this is like a thing that happens, but she doesn't. And I've never said it. So why would she? Right. And so we talked. So I came back out and Mikey said, hey, I found another word. And I say, okay. And he says, my word is embarrassed. Yeah. And I immediately in my body sink. And so Mikey's telling me, from my perspective, from my from watching you, you're telling me, you know, like I really like I've been into you. You're my wife. I've been in you like, you know, as long as we've been together, we have a really good relationship. Like we're really we're really good friends and we almost always have really good sex. And he's just like, you know, what I, but I just no, feel like it's not almost it's not almost always. It's I think we're, we're 98 percent of the sex has been almost that's always. All. Is I think the, that two percent might be just when you were sleepy or I was sleepy or like or no, just one time. That one time just, I was hot. We were both hot. Yeah, like this, before like, we had Drew, we can count on one hand. And everybody was like, "I have high sex," and then we did. And I was like, "This is awful." That it's so rare that you remember <laughs> that yeah. one. You know what I'm saying like it's it's not our norm is great sex, and so for it to not happen disturbs me. It just it doesn't it doesn't sit right and it doesn't click with me. So what I was telling Randy was it was like a moment of vulnerability. I was like, "This is." Like this is embarrassing. I was like, I'm I'm chasing after this woman who like I, I I think I've proven myself to be loyal. Obviously, I haven't been with anybody else forever since we've been together. We've been we talk about everything, we do everything, everything's on the table. We are very open with each other. I've made it very clear how uh, how attractive I find you. I've made it very clear that I'm willing to do whatever with you. Like I'm like I'm just like I am. I I, I throw myself at you all over you all the time. Like I'm super into you, and this is, just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And it's embarrassing. I was like, I was, I was like, if I were talking to a friend who was going through something like this, I wouldn't encourage them to keep doing some of the shit that I'm doing. Like, I, like I, w- I would be like, this does, it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. But I would tell them to like say something. And so that's where we like, that's where I like left it. And mind you, there's lots of crying. Okay. Um, and I was like, I gotta get this shit out. Like, yes, no, this is not, this is not a very prideful moment. Like it was like, yeah. I'm just going to be very honest. Like, like this is, this is embarrassing. Like I feel embarrassed doing this. Because why? <laughs> yeah. And so, of course, I'm okay. <laughs> it's okay. No, it's not. It's okay. This is difficult to rehash. <sighs> okay. So, I'm over here at my desk. And I immediately just start sobbing. I'm <laughs> just like, I know. When Mikey's talking to me, I walk over to him and I just sit on the ground. One, because sitting on the ground is literally grounding mm-hmm. and I need to be grounded. Oh, and- wait, there was one more thing before that I think set you off and I saw it in your face. I was like, um, you were I was like, I was like I'm not, a, I was like, I'm not a, 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 I'm not somebody that doesn't have confidence. Like I'm a, I am well aware that I am like attractive and beautiful. And, and like, I, I know I'm like, a, I have, like I, I'm fully aware like, of this I know shit. I'm that nigga. Like I, I'm fully, like imagine being that nigga and your bitch is just not like, yeah. it, like it's just, it's crazy. Like, so I think that after that, your face like, I was like, 
what? I was like, that is not it. But I was like, but that's. It's what it feels. Like. But I, so I'm sitting, I go and I sit in front of Mike. He's in his chair and I'm sitting in front of Mikey. No, what made me, what made me move was you were in the chair and you were like, look at me. I'm shrinking. <laughs> you were like, yeah, like I'm look. physically, you were like, like, like he was withdrawing caved. into myself. Yeah. Like, it, like this is not he my natural. He was caved into his chair. And he was just like, what is it? Like, what is it? Yeah. At one point I stopped talking to you. He was like, it must be I was me. just sharing thoughts. I was yeah. like, this is not, I was like, I don't know. I can't. He was like, I don't know what else to do. And so I go in front of him and I sit on the floor in front of him. It's 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 the most grounding way to sit. And it is the most surrendering way. <laughs> it's just like, I'm like, I'm here. I'm going to listen. I'm going to like, I'm going to listen. And so after he finishes, I tell him. So for further context, the night before, two, two nights in a row, we had opportunities to have sex. And but these are also, like Mike has said, there's been a lot going on. Yeah. We've been in the housing process. Drew has been out of school, in school, prepping for pre-K. Like, it's crazy over here. Um, business stuff on my end, work stuff on Mikey end. It's been a lot of stuff. And so the past, back when this happened, because this was a few weeks ago, but back when this happened, two nights in a row or two, three nights in a row, we had both been, well, either one of us crashing or me crashing first. or So there, there's been like this understanding that we're exhausted and and the night before this conversation there was an opportunity for us to have sex where we both were like in bed but kind of exhausted but kind of like the awake and there was an opportunity for me to initiate as we have heard throughout the podcast season the things i have struggles with initiating hmm. since we've been married yeah which so but also it came up in my conversation yeah. so follow us y'all follow us so <sighs> Lots of things came up in this conversation. So I know that I had the opportunity the night before to initiate. This is also part of the reason why this came up. It's just like you keep putting me in these situations for Mikey. You keep putting me in these situations where I have to do something to get something. And I'm doing them. And then you move the goalposts, essentially. Mm-hmm. And he and it was like, okay, so just be real. Is it me? Like, what is it? And so that makes me snap in like a way to similar to what you were doing it's like okay i have to tell him this because if i don't tell him this we're never going to be the same after this conversation if he just did all of that and i don't give him anything but yeah sucks to be you you know like i i, I was like I, I, yeah I, was like, I can't explain any deeper what like the like stuff was, that was coming out of me but there is a moment in every relationship there's a few <laughs> there's a few moments but this was one of them that was just like if you do not tell the truth it will never Honestly, be the same. Said anything other than what you said, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. Yes, I agree. <laughs> it, I, it, it was like I felt possessed. Mm-hmm. Like I really felt like it wasn't even at some point me talking. I mean, obviously it was me, but like I felt like I didn't have any control. Like I was going. Randy's energy and demeanor changed, and I saw your shoulders drop, and then you just started talking. Yeah, because I was just like, I was like, okay, enough of this shit. Because this beautiful man thinks it's him. He thinks he's like it's the problem. Been years of like, yes, I'm like he really thinks that it's something to do with his attractiveness, that it's something to do with his mind, that it's something to do with his body. When I think this is one of the most beautiful, I remember when we started dating, and I was like, "Bitch, this man is fine." <laughs> like, do you see how far you've come from what you used to be, <laughs> from what you used to be into? To like, I remember feeling like the luckiest girl in the whole world in high school because you were so fine and nobody could tell me nothing, nothing. And I was like, I found, I got a fine, not a cute. I have a fine boyfriend, a finer husband. Like you just grew up and you like blossomed. And so I was just like, so, I, so just like knowing that you were feeling like it could be anything to do with you really set me off. And I had this talk with Yanitza because it was it came up in my last session with her mm-hmm. in terms of breakthroughs because we talk a lot about what's been going on sexually and all these things. And I was telling her very similar to like, I can remember on two occasions, one occasion when I cussed out, when I actually yelled at my mom. And that was when yeah. Mikey got in his motorcycle accident. And I was about to head to him. And I've told the story before. And she Randy was like. Randy wanted to drive from Atlanta to West Georgia. Even and she I was, was like. In a helicopter flying from West Georgia to like, Atlanta. No. She was very rational. It was. But I was like, you got to get out of your motherfucking mind. <laughs> you think I'm about to. <laughs> not like I would. And then she was just like so calm. And then the second time where I remember. Like I, I'm always 
for whatever reason, I mean, obviously we know the reason. My best friend, I love you, love of my life. When something happens to you, that snaps, like it's like it snaps me into like protective mode as opposed to if it happens to me. Like it usually takes it having to happen to somebody else I love as yeah. opposed to me. I'm learning how to also care about myself just as much. Yeah. But Same. essentially- I looked at Mike, I, I, y'all, I'm going to give you an overview of what I said. And Mike, you jump in as well, mm-hmm. because I was possessed. Like I'm not, <laughs> I was not, it was not just me, but essentially I told Mike, it is not you. It's me. The other night we didn't have sex. I really wanted to initiate, but I clammed up because I feel broken. That was my word. I know how I used to be in college. I know how I used to be in high school. I was freer. I was more confident. I was a lot of things. But between college and being here and all the things that's happened in our lives and our marriage, it's broken me down. And I've been doing a lot of this work with Yanitsa and reading these books because I've been thinking that I have to build back up my confidence before I can showcase, you know, like this real improved sexual healed randy as opposed to being vulnerable to do it awkward and to do it like afraid because in high school i wasn't shy i wasn't afraid um mainly because i was already fucking around but you know i wasn't (laughs) i'm speaking more to college randy Uh, and in college i wasn't i wasn't um we're not dude we're a year and a half apart doesn't matter and then in high school in college i was like you know, I was away from home. I was, I had to be by myself. I, I was a woman, you know, I was coming into like my womanhood and all the things. And, um, and so I felt like I was, it was just different, but I told him, you know, like, I feel like something must be wrong with me. Like I started to go initiate sex with you and I hear the critic in my head tell me I ain't shit. I ain't never going to be shit. <laughs> and like, who do you think you are? You like, at this, that point you said like, you were sorry. Yeah, and I was like, I'm just so sorry because this is nothing to do with you. And I've been trying to figure this out on my end, but I can see the impact it's having on you. And you also said that that um, presented itself as how it came out. So now it's turned into like an argument instead of you just saying what it was like, instead of saying what you meant or how you like really felt. I was like, so we've been having these fights to cover up or hide the fact that like, this is what you're really feeling. And I was like, this is. And he was like, oh. Well, I can work I, with everything this. immediately. Cause I was like, oh, that's yeah. not what I was expecting to come out of your mouth at all. So I was like, oh, so you, you just, you just think that you're broken still in some form of fashion. That well, does, like, and I was like, well, listen, I was like, you know, we've lost all these babies and like my mama don't even fuck with me. Like I just, I was like, I, there's something must uh, be I'm wrong like, with but me. Girl, we don't have so many conversations that, but, I I, but like, we haven't been. But like, if, even if you have those conversations, I'm finding that if you don't, if you don't handle the problem, the root, the root, mm-hmm. you can handle it superficially. So we can we've been have, dealing with the symptoms of this for years now. While yeah. we also have but been having other is issues, feeling fundamentally like something is wrong with me, because if something wasn't wrong with me, I wouldn't be feeling like this or going through this. At least and that instead has been projected on me as to I'm doing something wrong or you could have did this better or you should have repeated this after me instead or, of like. Or, yeah. And when it's not you and and i just apologize profusely but you gave me examples to let me know it really wasn't me at all i was like because i'm not looking at you i don't see broken randy that's not how i look at my wife like i I, i'm telling you like i'm telling you how how i picture you the way i see you is you are this in my mind you are Mm -hmm. everything like i there is no other woman there isn't like this is this is who you are to me and i am like sobbing snot like it's not cute y'all i got these nose rings it wasn't it was it wasn't. Awful. I couldn't save these boogers. She needed to get these <laughs> these out of her system. I needed. <laughs> she actually needed to release all these boogers. All that um, mucus. It had to come out. Yeah, it was very emotional because I hadn't ever told you that ever. this before, and I won't share that. <laughs> but there were things I used to I used to fool around with a friend of the street when I was a kid, and this person would we like be into yeah. it. No, you can share that. Oh, yeah, yeah, share context. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'd be into it and then they stopped me. They'd be like, and it made me feel like I was icky or nasty or bad for, for being, the shit that job for being really doing into it, it, you know? And so that really, um, even, even though it's been literally decades, decades, um, I'm 30. And your reality um, is completely and I'm an adult. different. And the person that you're with 
don't do that. Right. Like, even though I hadn't realized, and that's what doing this intimacy work with Unisa and like doing all this inner work has shown me, like, there are obviously still things that we think are done with that are really, really old that mm-hmm. we like, we should be over this, that we really not over and we can't get over it if we don't admit it. Yeah. And so like realizing that that was also a- affecting, that also hasn't been affecting my, um, my courage to be vulnerable. It's like, I'm really into it. It's easy to get really into it when we in it, mm-hmm. but like to show vulnerability, cause that's, that's what it is. It's like, a sh- um, it's showing like, it's being exposed. I know you're not going to turn me down. I can count on one hand. I mean, times you be like, babe, I, I don't have it in me. That's been like twice. Twice. Like, I remember one time I was really drunk. He was like, I, was I, like, don't, I, did, I would embarrass my, like, like, I don't have it. This is it. one of them times where like, I don't have it's it not me. normal. But I swear to God, like I can't move properly. <laughs> yeah. So like I can't. So it's not like I'm worried about you um, being like, no, ew, what? But it is still because me, the reality is my response is going to be, well, like, oh yeah, <laughs> like, it's like, um, say less. <laughs> yeah. And so just having to be honest about that, like, yeah, I feel stupid for even having these same feelings. I feel dumb. I feel mm-hmm. crazy. I feel broken like clearly this is i'm just i'm saying all this stuff and it's just further proving my point that i'm broken and that something must be wrong and so i and responded Mike was like, to all of it he was like oh <laughs> yes i'm quick i was like <laughs> he okay was like, oh cool that's what this he's like oh i can work with Yo, this i was just bawling like i was <laughs> and he, i was just weeping he stopped weeping my heart out he stopped like drew, drew like i was like, crumbling up like a piece of paper trying to get this out of my system to express this in the most vulnerable way possible and she spoke and everything just released itself in my he body was like uh. and he started kissing me he's already you have to forgive yourself yeah no i just kissed all over your face and he was like, like i love you like there's nothing wrong with you there's nothing to fix you have to forgive yourself. And I was like, yeah, I was like, this is not a me. This ain't got shit to do. This ain't got shit to do with me. At, like even a little bit. No, like absolutely nothing. Rarely the things that in- involve other people have shit to do with other people. But for so long, it had been, it it's had been you. me. It's like, you. Hey, it's there's you. some shit you can it's fix. You. There's some shit you could do. You're not doing this right. You're not doing this right. I asked you to do this. So you tried that. Yeah. Man, I'm not in the mood for that. I was in for this. I was like, how the fuck am I supposed to know? But like tonight, all that shit went out the window. And I was like, this is the most vulnerable you've been with me. And like ever ever since and i know things since we were about dating. you you've told like i i know you yeah i was like but this was and it's not that we've never had this conversation before y'all or randy's never told me that she feels like she's broken in some way or that she feels like she's like or something's wrong with her or i've done the same to her this was just odd because of how it has how it's been presenting itself the effect that it's had on our marriage and how wrong it was like something has been wrong for a vi- for a while yeah and we've just been trying to deal with the symptoms of it because we haven't well, like maybe we need handcuffs we maybe haven't we, gotten into the depth maybe of we the, need <laughs> we used handcuffs <laughs> maybe, maybe, we handcuffs need, maybe we need ice maybe it turns need. out that words <laughs> will help you figure yeah. out that next thing because it's not it's not the surface level word Mm-mm. it's not it's this other thing and I, when i tell you i never thought that word would come out of my mouth when i'm talking because that's not it ain't me mm-hmm. but i was like actually at this point for real this is embarrassing this is embarrassing yeah like, i am <laughs> I'm embarrassed for me. Like, yeah. And I just couldn't take it. I was like, Oh no, not. And I realized that I was making you feel like what I used to feel like back in the day, back mm-hmm. in the day, I was like, I'm just reenacting, you know, patterns repeat themselves. They don't always, obviously look the same. They're not always with the same person, but unless you figure something out, which is what also Dr. Dr. Janelle also said, like, if you don't figure it out, it's going to just show up on a new face. And I hadn't realized that this whole time I had switched reverse roles i had become that person to you and you had become me thirsty hungry wanting you know desire you know desiring and it just didn't make sense because that's also who that's who we are yeah we're into each other and it's who i am and it's it also happening and to be so like, i'm like why aren't you what is happening yeah what is happening yeah so pure confusion I told the truth and shamed the devil. And I'm proud of you. Thank you. And Mikey, and what happened? Did you die? <laughs> like, I did not die. I just, cr- I cried for a long, long, long time. And we had great sex. Amazing sex. Oh my God. What type of sex is that? What, Gross. Like, like, it was, it was uh, just, so yeah, good. I don't even know how we, we it was so good. <laughs> we can't share these things. On podcast. That was so good. If, we, if I was a, if I was, if I was a sex worker, and I worked in pornography, that would go viral. Like it was, I can't do it was really good. 
and it was just very like I feel like which again is the no- like it's I feel like, like uh, and I, well, but this was different I know. it was just very vulnerable it was very messy <laughs> very messy <laughs> it was very it was like you let walls down like that you had it in a minute because I realized I was like okay and I literally journaled <laughs> you journaled after I, I did oh my god I'm gonna read it where is good this is what happens when you have 30 journals stacked between 70 books. Like as I, I scan the room, y'all, I'm counting seven. I saw seven to my left and then I miscounted. I realized it's actually 10. Then Randy has those five star notebooks that we had in middle school that has like five <laughs> separate sections. And one of those is stacked under what looks like four Listen, other y'all, journals. Y'all always wonder what I do for my skin. I journal. I can't. I'm serious. I can't do you that. Gotta get that. The shit fact out that you body. actually found the right one is hilarious. You have to get that out of your body. How do you even have this shit organized like in your mind? It's an organized mess. It's, it just looked like a mess. It's, first of all, don't do me. It does. Um, Not enough bookshelves in the world to keep this stuff together. There will be when we get our house. This is true. She's flipping pages. It's very attractive. This is how we got together, y'all. Randy actually came to like the library in my high school. And she had got a book out of the library in my high school. And she saw that one of my exes had read it. What and she was like, I'm painting a narrative while you find a page. And he was like, she was like, oh, his ex read this. He really into girls that read. So I'm just going to keep reading for the rest of that my life. So that's not how it happened. We had already been dating for two years. I know, Randy. I'm trying to give you some time to find this page. Okay. Okay. So basically she just been reading for me, you know, to keep me. Okay. I found it. Okay. This happened July 6th. Right, I have not heard this. So he hasn't heard it. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm just going to read. I'm listening. I'm just going to read the part. Um, this is a pro of your of journaling, I guess. Yes, I can always pull it back up. Um. Okay, okay, okay. Ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. This is what I journal. The shame, the shame, the shame, the shame. I, I did it like candies. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I talked to myself like this. I said, I'd like to give it up now. I'd like to give it up. I want to because it's making my man believe lies. It's hurting me which in turn is hurting him. It's not worth holding on to. I don't want it anymore. I don't want the shame anymore. I don't want it anymore. I give it back. I give it up. It does not belong to me. It is too heavy. It is too heavy. I let it go. I release it. I send this shame back out into the wild. It is no good. Amen. Mm. That's what I journal. So after a night of grossness, that's what came out of your system. Yeah, I was like, I don't, because I felt lighter. We woke up. We woke up, or Drew woke us up. I can't remember. We woke up, and I was like, I told myself, you know what? Maybe, no, I told myself, I have a chance for real. Mm-hmm. I have a real life chance to be with someone that I can be completely vulnerable with. Nasty, happy, sad. Like, this is my person. Yes. What if I just let it be? Which is why I journaled it. And so. Mind you, I have proposed this multiple times. We've had this conversation. I bring it up all the time where I say like the days where we didn't talk about none of this shit. Like there was no prepping and like, like that. We just, we just did what like came to us. But you also have like, but like as we obviously. Life has happened. Things have happened. But like once these things started integrating themselves into our relationship where we're like just these rules for how to interact in ways that are just don't really align with who we are. It just threw everything off. And so after that day, you woke up feeling how you felt when you woke up. How'd I was like, feel? I'm never talking again. Like there's no, we don't have to talk anymore. Like the, those conversations are dead. Like there's no more checking in. Like, did you enjoy yourself? Like there's like, we're not, that's not where we are anymore. Like it's just, it's, it's, it is what it is. Like how it used to be what it was. There's no need to, we know what just happened. Yeah. And we could just, we could just be, yeah. you are allowed to just be. And so how do you think we've been since? Girl, <laughs> I want to finish recording. You're about to see. How do you think we've been since July 6th? I have no complaints. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. And I think it's been more loving. Yeah. And I told you, Mikey has a friend that, you know, a lot of people have friends whose spouses don't be, we're like, we all have issues. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I was like, maybe you should consider telling your friend to tell his spouse that they're enough mm-hmm. because if you're walking around feeling broken and down and depressed and all you hear is somebody you know nagging at you for still not for being deficient in something else it's hard mm-hmm. so maybe they should just say you know what you're doing great 
you're doing enough. I appreciate you. Something kind and and life giving as opposed to something that points more to the lack and the scarcity of what they're perceiving. Um, and I think a lot of people could use this. I think a lot of people, not even just obviously um, in heterosexual relationships, but to tell somebody like there is nothing wrong with you. What you like is safe. You know, you are safe. Mm. Uh, there, there's nothing to fix. And that's all Mikey said. Like he just repeated it. He was like, oh, oh, you know, like it was just just very life affirming. Um, and obviously showing evidence with what you're saying, which Mikey has consistently done um, and continues to do, especially now that he knows where I was coming from. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's it, baby. Got anything else where we go to engagement? No. Um, I have to say I'm proud of you. Thanks. Again, in this moment, as I am anytime you decide to show yourself. Um, we've been together for so long that sometimes maybe um what's the word? Uh maybe subconsciously we start to feel like there's there's no more mm-hmm. that you could possibly give. You already give everything. There's no more that you could possibly do. You do everything. There's more you could possibly say. You said it all. And then there are moments like that where you just no. We are ever changing. Always. Um and you are reminded that like this person is, is you're not static you know like this is this is and was a person before you and i think that i think that yeah. parenting and marriage if you do it intentionally what i found it is impossible not to be triggered mm-hmm. it is impossible not to reparent yourself it is it, oh, it, yeah. like you are you're constantly seeing it makes lots of things come up which is probably why a lot of people beef because it's making lots of things come up and nobody wants to admit that, mm-hmm. that this is bringing up some shit when I was three, you know, and I, this is dumb. And so they just talk themselves out of it and be assholes to the person they love or to the people they love when it's just like, no, you gotta, it may seem silly to your critic in your head, but you have to say this because you need evidence that you're wrong. Um, and you need, or you're right, you, you know, yeah. and you need evidence that, you are loved and i'm i've learned i think that's why like you said we'll never run out of things to talk about mm-hmm. knock on wood because as drew grows we be lots of shit come yeah, up for us <laughs> and as the longer we stay married lots of things come up for us and especially if we decide to ever have kids again yeah. like it's gonna be oh there's gonna have to be conversation you know lots of things so but i love you and to everybody out there listening in all countries, every state <laughs> who's tuning in right now, who care about any of the things that we talk about. I just want everyone in the world to know that I love you and I absolutely appreciate you. And you are not broken. Thank you. You are everything. You're my wife, my best friend. Love of my life. The love of your life. All that shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all engagement. What happened after you told your partner, spouse, friend, loved one, the truth and what happened after you listened to this episode and decided i'm gonna go tell them the truth and see what the fuck happens because i can't do this no more let us know y'all should you listen email y'all yeah. we, we are looking uh black at gmail.com leave us a voicemail at 770-750-4098 please leave a voicemail or hit us up on social media now we will be going live shortly after this episode airs <laughs> because we have been um and going that's been interesting yeah seeing everybody it's so funny because if we don't announce it if we don't announce it more people show up yes but if we announce it and it's <laughs> scheduled nobody shows up and so that's interesting so, so we're just gonna play with y'all and yeah. we'll just see how it goes gonna show up yeah but maybe thursday <laughs> all right <laughs> you ready yep fight or flight it's time for randy and mike's Fight or flight, they've held it in all week, but you gon' hear it tonight. tonight. Don't really matter who is wrong or right, cause it's fight or flight. Fight or flight. All right, love, what's up? What's beef? So, I love you. I know. I love you too. Okay. Got, um, uh, not the death stare. Um, to the granny glasses. Paul. I love you. These are not granny glasses. They're not, but you're adorable. Yeah. Not with that outfit, they're not with that last one. <laughs> Shit. But okay so we have been through a lot Mm -hmm. and over the years of us being together we have both been of service to people we have both also had therapists Mm -hmm. you had a therapist Mm -hmm. season three Mm -hmm. of the podcast and for the time and for who you were at the time it worked for you um kind of sort of maybe you liked her enough to keep going 
And after Drew was born. Can I respond to that? I'll let you finish. I don't want to interrupt. Do you want to respond? Well, no, you can respond with your fight or flight. Okay. Uh, That was my, but that was my, my, um, observation. I thought Mm -hmm. that you liked this person because you stayed there for about a year. Um, anyway, so obviously our son lived and died and I started grief therapy Mm -hmm. and started back seeing a therapist and you kept saying you weren't that one where you at. I was like, okay, we, that's part of grief. We have to let the other person grieve how they want to. Then a few weeks ago, you told me, Ran, I love the work that you've been doing with Yanitza. I want to have like meaningful things like that. I will go to a therapist, but I need your help to help me find a therapist. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, that's okay. I will help you. I found a therapist. Okay. I sent you the therapist information. When? Exactly. I sent you the therapist information. You got the you got the message because you read it. At least it says you when? read it. Weeks ago. And I don't know. And I even told you, I was like, there are more therapists on this site called Therapy for Black Men. Was it an email or a text? It was a text. Okay. And you have not responded. You have not gone. And I'm like, I, I don't know what else. I don't, I know don't remember seeing that message. This nigga want me to do. What does this say in the thread? I'm about to find it. I, I sent to June 22nd. I the sent to few people. You had sent me this long text about something we were talking about. Yes. This is my first time seeing this. Sir, you, we've, been, we've been talking. What there time was this? other messages. This is 10, 10 on 09 when I was at work. Yeah, that time I had to meet. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't catch none of that. 10 on 08, you sent me a long text. And then, yeah, right after that, uh, right after that. Before, I, this 10 on 09, a minute later, I sent you these two things. Mm-hmm. And then you sent the, the therapist at 10, 20. I didn't see none of that. I didn't see none of that. And I didn't respond until 11, 13 after, uh, after a meeting. But you responded. Yeah. And I was like, you said, are you on Canva? And then when you got home, I asked you, I told you, I was like, hey, I sent you those therapists. Yeah, and then we just started talking about the weekly schedule. Yeah, yeah so I, that's, my, that's okay. my fight. Like, I am doing, I'm, I'm, oh, okay. I'm doing the things, I'm trying to do the things, okay? And I don't know what else to do, and I do think you need to start therapy again. I think it's been, it's been two years officially since Noble passed. Mm-hmm. It's been four or five years since you had a therapist and it's not for lack of trying. I know you tried to go back to your old therapist, but she did not have the capacity to work with you about this type of grief, but there are people that can. And Shakinya will not be our therapist because <sighs> y'all conflict, be listening to this too, because of conflict of interest. I got beef with you because <laughs> you could have fixed all my problems. Shakinya. <laughs> you could have. She, because and of if anybody listening to this podcast who Shakinya put onto it, please let her know. So we have to fight fin for ourselves. <laughs> Mm. and dr janelle is busy but we gonna still try Mm. but you need a therapist and i want you to start and that's my fight like i i did the things and i haven't heard back and that was now two months ago all right so a little backstory behind me for everybody listening so i was a behavioral specialist i used to work side by side with therapists in the schools who work with lgbtq youth um uh homeless youth in atlanta um trained right alongside them like i i knew a lot of shit um if I went to school for it, it could have been a licensed therapist, but that wasn't happening. Um, there's a, there were some relationships that I built um, with the organizations while I was there. And I've seen, I've seen what the power of therapy can do. So I speak to it and I talk to people a lot about what it is when you have like a coach and all these things. Um, and I think when I started seeing that therapist after we lost the first job, um, and this was after Drew, it was a time it was very stressful. Mm-hmm. I was, absolutely romanticizing the concept of therapy Mm. and i was like you know what this is another one of those things where if you show up you do the work things happen right you go to the gym if you constantly put in those hours a day or whatever you'll burn fat if you constantly put in those hours you'll build muscle you'll whatever Mm -hmm. you you just kind of get that muscle memory part of it and i realized i looking back like i was driving out there just because i was i just remained super hopeful that something would come of it but it never did it never did. Ultimately, we would have conversations, but they wouldn't lead to anything. I never got it and not got any like homework, homework or like things that would let me like go examine some stuff or like to push me to try some stuff. It was they were maybe there were 30 minute sessions. I drive out to Stone Mountain for 45 minute sessions. And it was just, you know, vent for a little bit like that's not but that's not what I needed or wanted. Um, it was more so like help me do something like is, is what I was like, what I wanted. Um, and I think it was just me hoping that some of these conversations would trigger one of those like 
situations that you see in a movie where they'd be like, all right, you know what? That's it. I've been listening. I got like just something. But it requires you to say more. Which you told me recently that you realized you I, I hadn't try, brought I, up. I, I was like, hey, like I'm, I'm talking to you about things that have happened recently. You know, my child died. I'm you know, my first child. Work is, you know, stressful. I just, I didn't realize I never, she never, she never asked a question. I was like, I, I, I've i been here for over a year and I haven't even told you that my dad is not in my life. Or like, like, like we never, he wasn't even a topic of discussion. Yeah, that was which is a, weird to me. Like, to, so like, so like, what, what, what were we talking about? So like, there's hesitancy there. Um, but um, a lot of people know already. Like I am, a, I am a a, a huge appreciator of um, Keir Gaines, um, therapist. Uh, more than that, he does a lot of shit. Um, and if you don't follow him, please do. Um, who talks just about like mental health advocacy, black men? Like it's just there's a lot that goes on there. Um, and I realized that sometimes you just you just need somebody else's help. I was like, I don't think I'm gonna be able to do this by myself. And so yeah, I asked you and. You sent me somebody, and I did not see that at I all. I sent you two people and a list. Oh, that's a second. All right, there are okay. two people on that. So in that thread. So what I'm going to say is, I apologize sincerely. Obviously, I am flying. You were. Thank you. Um, strangely enough, I, I was recently in Colorado. I was talking to my little sister, and she's seeing a therapist, and she's you know, loves it. And I was like, yeah, you know, like uh, um, Randy's going to be helping me look for one. But if you know of anyone, send them to me. Like this was <laughs> two weeks Randy's ago. Gonna be, this is why yeah, your people. Hadn't, this is why mom and your sisters think that I'm not spousing because I be no doing stuff that. for you. And then they be like, when is the last time you cooked? No one Have you heard Mikey Randy. with the therapy? Did you call the bill collector for him? Do this with you. And I'm like, I'm doing things. <laughs> I'm I'm doing things. <laughs> I sent you two therapists uh, in June. She's to shoot at my mama. I'm not. Mama's a lover. But no, I, I'm sorry. I did not see that. So thank you. I will look into it. You're welcome. I appreciate you. I know. PDA. All right, you first. Um. Okay, so Mikey. Randy. Mikey got a missy. I do. Mikey got a Missy and she is clean-ish and she is is running. Y'all, Mikey has his old Monte Carlo. What year? 78. 78 Monte Carlo, Monte Carlo. And it is nice. Yeah. It is very nice. He has finally cleaned it. Shout out to Bree's boyfriend, my sister's Shout boyfriend. Shout out to Josh who never going to listen to this. Ever. But he might see this clip. Uh, but he has been helping Mike with his car and it's running it has brakes on it, brake fluid. It has <laughs> it's gas. Like it is vehicle. a functioning vehicle that we can all get in. There are still things that need to be done. There are. But I am very proud of you. You have had that car since I was pregnant with Drew. Mm-hmm. And it has been sitting, sitting mm-hmm. for years. And it's been here through yeah, all. My the- cousin gifted it to me in 2018. Yeah. And it was so crazy. But because before that, it was already sitting for five years. But Mike had put it. He had literally put this car on his vision board. The yeah. year that you got it. And I'm like, let me tell you about your ancestors. They, they love, love They always have. Mikey. They like, oh, you put that on here? We'll give you a car. Yeah, I think um, we did vision boards together in college. No, we did it. No, no, no. It was, we did. Me and you did it at some point, either in college or high school, some we, other time. Um, oh. And I, on, on that one, I put my motorcycle. And I got that same motorcycle yeah. from like. So, like, Mikey, happens. listen, if y'all want something, I'm about to start giving you my stuff. Tell you your I'll people that I want. Yeah, they look out. Because he got the car. His cousin was like, you know what? I just want to give this to you. And yeah. I thought Mikey was about to die because I was like, what does your cousin want? Does he want you to like. $2. Move? So that it shows up as a transaction. So he got this very nice car, okay? And it's been sitting and it's been like here and I've been suggesting, like, do it, do it, do something, do something. You can do something, you can do something. He was thinking about selling it for money, all this stuff. And I was like, you cannot sell this car. If I sell it, then, you know, I could pay off our debts. You cannot sell this car. Mikey loves cars, y'all. It's just like a thing. Donut media, all this stuff, all this stuff. And so... Funny enough, my indie is going to be about this. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, I'm just very proud of you. That's my PDA. Like, it's... You're doing it. Like, your car is running. It is pretty. Drew has named it. She did. And Drew has named my car Missy. Missy. She was previously named Goldie, but she ain't gold no more. So Drew her named name her is Missy. Missy and Missy looks very nice. She drives really well. I got to drive her yesterday. Um, still needs to be reupholstered and all the things. That's happening. Yes. But I'm very proud of you, Mike. Really and truly very proud of you. Thank you, baby. You're welcome. 
Okay. Your turn. Nah, that made me feel good. I appreciate you. I've been working hard, y'all. Yeah. All right, it's coming up. In, it's, it's, I will talk about that in um, in our next episode. Um, Randy. Yes. <laughs> That's my name. All right, so we've talked about the debacle in which Randy had to deal with when she was traveling <laughs> recently. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, even though that happens, Randy hasn't necessarily been deterred from her newfound ability to just travel and traverse the world. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're going to be going to a very special concert soon. Yes! That I'm like super excited for you. I'm so excited. Um, So it's August, y'all. It's Leo season. Leo! Which only matters to me because my wife is my wife. And your son is a Leo. And my son is That's true. Um, But like, you brought it to my attention is the point that I'm making. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm super excited that I could do this for you. Yeah. That you could go I cannot wait for you to do the whole dress up thing. I've been seeing a lot of what I see around the tour is more so every woman that I know, <laughs> most of them who are former teachers who have decided to go elsewhere. Yeah. And they like, they be stepping out mm-hmm. to show up for these concerts. And like, I remember one of my favorite concerts, how like excited I was to go see Crit, mm-hmm. like in person. Like the fact that I snuck a whole bottle of Crown Royal in that, in that concert hall, um, Shout out to Masquerade or what was Masquerade still like blows my mind to this day. But like, I'm super excited that you get to go. I know that the day is coming up. It's coming up in September. I'm so excited. Um, but I still want to like help you like prep and get your like outfit and stuff together. And I got a whole plan for Drew. And you're probably going to be gone longer than what you think. Why? Because I want you to spend some time there, you know, day or two before and then a day or two after while people leave that city <laughs> so that you can like have some peace. Um, no, I it feels good to see you outside. <laughs> it feels really good to see you outside like like for real, like it 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 brings me joy um because even watching you behind the wheel of my car was like very sexy yeah it was very attractive it was it made me very happy to see Groot in the back seat he was Drew in my lap randy floored it <laughs> for a second <laughs> it's a v8 you gotta feel it um but yeah it's you look good you look good outside Thank i don't you. know if you realize that but Fresh air and sunlight look good on you. So I'm excited to see and for y'all to see what happens when Randy step out for this concert. Cause it's going to be nice. It is going to be nice. And that's not all. I wanted to share more. Oh, okay. Your locks. Are locking. They've gotten really long, really quickly. <laughs> My baby locks. Randy cheated and no, she got, she got bigger locks this time around. Um, while me and Drew over here were like hundred, a hundred and some change. Drew Randy kept it hair. under 50. Yeah, I did. Um, I was like, to I'm make her life easier, which is some game. bullshit. But them, them locks locked. I love it. As soon as I get tired of, of retwisting my hair, I realize I only got three more left, and it is life. Cheated. <laughs> um, so, but no, they look beautiful. You look beautiful, and I love you. I love you. Thanks, babe. You're welcome. <sighs> that was nice. Call to action. The Black Millennial Marriage Podcast is hosted and co-produced by myself and Randy Chapman. Hey. All episodes of the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast are edited by Randy Chapman's at The Wordy Productions. For now. Stop playing games. We are now still available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and all your favorite streaming services. Rate us. Five stars, y'all. Spotify just got this new thing where you can ask a question to the listeners after you... Like you can, there's a question that says like, what do you think about this episode that y'all can actually respond to? Yes. And two people have responded. They responded to the last episode with Yanitza. I didn't know Spotify sent the email and I was like, oh yeah. Let's go. So yeah, please. So it's it's a comment section in the reviews? Yeah, it's like a comment section in the, yeah. So it's only on Spotify for right now, but I published the two that were on the episode, the last episode. Mm -hmm. So I think people can see them. Either way, it's very cool. Hey y'all, go do the thing. Um, But also on Apple too. Okay. (laughs) Um. Rate us five stars, review us. Um, please write something so we can read it. And also, if you don't like us, go ahead and send that in an email. Okay? Don't be trifling. <laughs> don't be trifling. The Black Moon and Marriage Podcast Fight or Flight Jingle was created by Ebony Janae at Janae's Jingles. Details in our show notes. To hang out with us and support our work as independent creators, join us on patreon at patreon.com slash black millennial marriage there you'll get access to our discord channel unedited edited and ad free episodes zoom meetings with us and more check out my mixtapes come get some of this work in game night y'all are missing out on free prizes man mikey's daddy journals good times it's good yeah. times over there y'all follow us on social media platforms on instagram we are black millennial marriage on facebook we are black millennial marriage podcast and on twitter we are that's not twitter anymore 
It's Mikey. X. It's Twitter. Okay. <laughs> At underscore the Chapmans. What's your um? What's your IG? Uh, my IG is Randy is rich. So if you just want to follow my fine ass wife, Randy is rich. If you just want to follow me, like me, a message so I can know you're not a bot. Yeah. Or somebody. Real quick, hey podcast listener, just so yeah. I can like accept you because at this point my stuff is still private. Um, yeah, my stuff is gonna stay private. I gotta cut them cords. Yep, yep, yep. But if you want to see updates, car stuff, me being a dad, me being a husband, Mikey underscore XXI. Yep. All right, y'all. Thank you again for listening. As always, be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. When you get, when you get, 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 get. One, two, three. Let me step into the moon.